We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 746 now, 14 before 8. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Man, I was outside during a break. It is cold. But if you like the cold weather, enjoy it while you can because it's not going to last long. It'll be gone pretty much by tomorrow. Highs of 70, 76 on Saturday, 78 Sunday. And then the first three days of next week, highs of 80. Retail theft, uh, theft rather, or um, shrinkage has always been a problem, but it really is getting crazy. Organized retail crime. How big of a problem is it? What is it? How do you cure it? David Johnson joins us now, Vice President of Asset Protection and Retail Operations for the National Retail Federation. Good morning, David, and thank you for your time. Good morning, Tommy. Thank you. For people that don't know, what is shrinkage? Shrinkage is the loss of inventory or the loss of product uh, from a, a retail establishment. So it's it's the term shrinkage is normally calculated by the amount of inventory you should have on hand. Uh, calculated against the amount of inventory you do. And the difference is what we consider shrinkage. Has there been a difference before we get to the major problems that, that stars like stores like Target are facing now in shrinkage where maybe because of heightened security measures, it's less employee-driven and more outsider-driven, et cetera? It most certainly is. You know, we, we have seen a shift over the years uh, a lot of it is due to, you know, various technologies and training and, and hiring practices where, you know, probably almost a decade ago, there was a lot higher um, percentage of theft coming from the internal side. Uh, but we are now starting to see that, particularly with the organized crime uh, events taking place, that it is now an external factor. What, what does that mean, organized retail crime? Yeah, organized retail crime is... You know, many people think that when they hear that term, they think shoplifting and, you know, shoplifting where the individual comes in and takes an item for personal gain or personal use or even the the looting that we we saw quite frequently during the civil unrest. Uh, we're going in and just, you know, stealing items and breaking into smashing grabs. That's really not what we consider organized retail crime, organized retail crime are the large-scale thefts that are coordinated thefts through a structured network criminal organization who are sending people out to steal specific merchandise that have great resale value, uh, either sold on the street, online, or through fencing operations and local unreputable retail locations. So this is not spur-of-the-moment thing. This is not, um, oh, I want that, I'll take it, I don't know why I made that decision. This is strategically planned from the outset? Absolutely. You know, these are structured criminal organizations, many of them transnational, uh, where they are utilizing, you know, individuals. It, you know, we've, we've had incidents where we've been able to track uh, immigrants or those that are having addiction issues, and they're utilizing them to go into the stores to steal to bring the merchandise back to operations, these fencing or these wholesale warehouses, where sometimes the products are cleaned, repackaged, even potentially tampered with and altered, and then resold back into society.
Wow. Um, that did, when you say that, I just think of structure. So there, there has to be a structure in this. There have to be people that go out and recruiting pe- and recruit. They have people that scout the stores. They have people that plan. How much of a dent is this making in profits? How much is this costing companies, which in turn is going to wind up costing us, I would think? Yeah, absolutely. You know, first of all, retail loss is, you know, our latest retail survey, which we released last September, you know, um, indicated about $100 billion in retail loss. And that includes shrinkage and internal theft and so forth. But the organized retail theft, you know, as you heard, as you mentioned from Target and other organizations, we're looking at a multi-billion dollar issue. There are some you know, reports and studies that showed anywhere between 40 and $70 billion uh, in annual loss. And y- you also hit on a very key point. This isn't just about the retailers losing product. You know, this impacts our community. This impacts employee and consumer safety. It impacts potential products and product tampering and, and job loss, higher taxes, loss of community services, it is a much bigger problem than than recognized. It could affect your 401k if the profits are down on the company you happen to be invested in. Um, what does this look like? If I were to be in a store and, and something like this goes on while I'm there, what would I see? You know, it depends on the method that's used. You know, the majority of this is probably unseen, where you have, you know, very skilled individuals going in and, you know, conducting what we know as shoplifting, but they're doing it in a in a targeted sense, you know, going after very specific items, over-the-counter medicines, designer handbags, jeans, electronics, razor blades, baby formula, et cetera. But there's also a lot of this brazen theft that's taking place, and, and very similar to what we've seen on the media, you know, where individuals will go into a designer handbag store or an apparel store and just go in with no concern of safety of the consumers or the employees and just grab stacks of merchandise and run out. And oftentimes, if someone, even a security officer, tries to stop them, they will retaliate with violence. And this is not just big companies we're talking about, right? This affects small businesses as well? You know, Tommy, no community is immune. No retailer is not a target when it comes to organized retail crime. If the value of the merchandise is good in the resale market, they're going to take it. And you're absolutely correct. Unfortunately, we are seeing small businesses being greatly impacted. And, you know, we all know that small businesses don't have the opportunities that larger businesses have in, in staying in business when, when having losses. And we're seeing a lot of small businesses shudder. Um, because of increases in theft in their community. Yeah, I saw an article in Yahoo, somebody quoted as saying it's based on a social contract, which it is because you can't expect a store to have enough security to protect them from people coming in whenever they feel like it and taking what they want. Um, I, I don't know what it, it says about society, but how do you fix it? Can you Can you law enforcement your way or security your way out of this? You know, it has to be an all-community resolution. Uh, we have to look at it and be able to provide the the retailers with the uh, the ability to properly protect their locations, which many of them are doing to the extent that they can. But then we also have to look at the communities themselves and the police resources and what they're giving. You know, we've seen a number of uh, thresholds, felony thresholds in states increase, or, or excuse me, de- uh, increase, yes. So, you know, people who know that if I have up to $1,000 to steal before it's a felony crime, 
I'm going to steal more frequently, but under that $1,000 threshold, because then if I get caught, it's only a misdemeanor. Uh, And then we also have to look at legislation. You know, what can we do at the community level, the state, the local, the national? And and there are some legislation uh, matters in place right now at the national level to help combat organized retail crime. To be clear, if nothing is done, this is going to this is getting worse and will continue to get worse. I'm thinking maybe exponentially. Absolutely. You know, this is not an issue that is just going to disappear tomorrow. You know, as you had mentioned, it's it's one that, you know, it's a societal problem. Uh, it's one that we have to look at. You know, states are individual states. Louisiana, for example, you know, far back, I believe it was 2009, they enacted an organized retail theft law to help give law enforcement and, and courts, you know, stronger prosecu- prosecution um, tiers. Um, but we have to continue that process because it is not just going to disappear after the holidays or one day we wake up and, and no longer occurs. Thank you, David. I appreciate your time, Vice President Asset Protection Retail Operations for the National Retail Federation. As Na- Newell said yesterday, a lot of a lot of criminal protections, not so much for the victims. Uh, 7.55 now, 5 before 8, traffic, WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.